0: starting the company and, and what their premise was. Um, and so basically ours is a telemedicine platform for women that don't have access to be able to talk to their doctor about hormone therapy, or maybe they've been to the doctor and talked to them about it and been told, well, that's not safe. I don't prescribe that. It's not for you. Um, and they just hit roadblocks. You know, um, and so it's, it's a really easy process for women to get on um, to, they just have to get to the website, which is biowinona.com, and they fill out an adaptive um, interactive questionnaire about their medical history. Hey midlifers, welcome
1: to the midlife makeover show. Are you ready to break free from your mundane midlife? Are you feeling trapped in a vicious cycle of rinse and repeat days? No matter if you're experiencing a divorce hangover, job burnout, or you just have the midlife blues, I got you. Hey, I'm Wendy, your hostess of the Midlife Mostess. I too was hit by midlife like a freight train. I too felt stuck in the same dull chapter. I wanted the clarity of how to create a new life beyond divorce and the courage to leave an unfulfilling career. But I kept telling myself that I wasn't worthy and it was just easier to stay in my comfort zone until I found a little secret, the freedom to live my life, my way. In this podcast, you will learn how to achieve a vibrant midlife mind and body, how to create solid relationships through love and loss, and how to create an awesome second half of life. Grab your grande latte, pop in your earbuds, and let's get this midlife party started. Welcome back to the show, everyone. I hope you had a great weekend and you are ready to rock your week. I'm hoping today's episode will help you do just that. Actually, I hope every episode helps you create better days and a better life. That is always my goal and why I started this podcast in the first place. Whatever problems you are facing in your life right now, I want to bring the solutions to you. Think of me as your own personal problem solver. (laughs) And even if I don't have the answers myself, then I will hunt down the experts that do have the answers. It's important to me. That you have everything you need to create an epic second half of life. Because you deserve that. Dang it. If there's a topic that you would like for me to address on the Midlife Makeover Show, please feel free to leave me a voicemail on the Midlife Hotline. This is why I created the Midlife Hotline. Just so you can leave me some messages. The number is 888 238 2998 and I will receive your message instantly. Also, if you would like to nominate yourself or someone else to be a guest on the podcast, I would love to hear from you. If you have experienced your own midlife revolution, I want to know how you discovered the next steps in your life, how you found the courage to take those steps and what you learned along the way. Sometimes, The best way to learn is by example, right? And you may be that shining example that we all need to learn from. In addition, if you are a guest expert or know of a guest expert, authors, podcasters, or coaches, my audience needs your inspiration, motivation, and tactical methods to help them navigate those challenging obstacles in midlife. If you would like to submit a guest nomination, please go to midlifemakeoverguest.com to complete a simple questionnaire. Before we get started with today's guest expert, I want to read a few recent five-star reviews for the podcast that I so greatly appreciate. This first one is titled A Must Listen for Resilient mamas. I like that. And it says Wendy's recent episode on when life knocks you down for steps to slay your struggles and roll with the punches. I love that podcast episode uh, is a game changer for moms in business. Wendy dives deep into the reality of life's challenges and provides practical, actionable steps to navigate them with grace and resilience. Her approach to shifting perspective and developing resilience is incredibly empowering. This episode is a must-listen for anyone looking to transform challenges into victories and become a more resilient and empowered individual. Oh my gosh, that is so nice and very well said. That comes from, I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing this right, Halama Ania from the Philippines. How cool is that that someone in the Philippines is listening? to the Midlife Makeover Show. That is so cool. Thank you so much. This next review is titled Wonderful with three exclamation marks. I love listening to Wendy and all her interesting guests. Me too. I have learned so much, but mostly have learned that I am not alone. Thank you, Wendy. And thank you to Jack A, J A C 2 from the United States of America. Thank you so much. This next review is titled Positivity and Action for the Woman Hitting Her Stride in Midlife. This podcast has a lot of positivity and cheerleading for women in midlife. I particularly enjoyed the Sarah Sapora episode. I did too, because I have been a body positive activist for years. The health-centered episode I listened to seemed to have an honest look at dieting culture in the 70s and 80s and didn't body shame but talked about how over-exercising and depriving yourself on restrictive diets and fads is bad for your body. That comes from HLB writes from the U.S. Thank you so, so much, every single one of you for your five-star reviews. If you would like to leave a five-star review for the show, please go to reviewtheshow.com. And what does leaving a five-star review do anyway? Well, first of all, it makes me cry. (laughs) Literally, I'm not kidding when I say this, but when I get my weekly updates of stats and I read all the kind reviews, it brings tears of joy to my eyes. No joke. I love to shine my love and light out into the world. And it's always, always nice to hear that it's helping so many people out there. So thank you. The second reason a five-star review makes a difference is because the more five-star reviews we receive, I say we because we're all in this together, right? Apple podcast places us higher and higher on the charts. And why does that matter? Well, it means that the Midlife Makeover show is more likely to be found by other midlifers just like you. All in all, more five-star reviews helps us to change more lives for the better. Yes. It's like the butterfly effect, right? In the sense that small things can have a great impact all across the world. It's fascinating. Your five-star review can affect the entire world. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Plus, I would love to read your review on the show. I love doing that. Today's guest is like a little butterfly too, because she is making a great impact in the world. More specifically, she is making a great impact in the world of menopause. Dun, dun, dun. Our guest is Dr. Kathleen Brown, a board certified OBGYN leading Winona. I don't know if you guys have heard of them, I see them all over social media. Winona is a company revolutionizing women's health by offering plant based HRT treatment. Compounding pharmacies, free bi monthly webinars, and personalized online patient care and support groups to women suffering from menopause related symptoms. As I mentioned earlier, my goal is to help bring solutions to your problems. And I know that today's guest will provide solutions for your menopause. What's great is that I end up bringing solutions to my own problems. <laughs> Winner, winner, chicken dinner. As a 50 year young woman who was in menopause, hello, I had been considering hormone replacement therapy for a while now. Although I've tried some over the counter treatments, they just weren't enough for me. After speaking with Dr. Kat, I immediately went on to the buywinona.com website, completed the online intake form, and within minutes, I was connected with the physician, all of which was completely free. Yes, you heard that right. You can go onto their website and get a free doctor's visit. It's all done virtually too. It's so cool. My physician evaluated my symptoms and prescribed the Winona estrogen patch, DHEA, and progesterone cream. You will get to learn more about Wynona's products on today's episode once I am done bragging about them. (laughs) As a matter of fact, I was even able to text my doctor to ask her a couple of questions and she actually responded right away. I mean, I have never had a doctor text me before. Well, at least a doctor I wasn't dating. No, just kidding. (laughs) But seriously, I was so incredibly impressed with the entire process. The way I look at it, menopause is challenging enough as it is for us. Why not have solutions that make our lives easier? Am I right or am I right? One more thing before you hear my chat with Dr. Cat, Winona was so kind to give my listeners 20% off their products. How cool is that? Just go to tinyurl.com slash Winona I will leave the link and discount code in the show notes and on today's blog post. So make sure you get that. Okay. Without further ado, please welcome Dr. Kat to the show. Enjoy. Dr. Kathleen Brown, welcome to the Midlife Makeover Show. It is great to have you here. And it's great to talk about a topic that needs to be talked about. And I'm assuming that everyone out there listening is at midlife. And if you're a woman at midlife, you definitely need to listen up because we're going to talk about (laughs) menopause. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, if Oprah's talking about it, it must be a big deal, right?
0: It is a big deal. Everyone's talking about it now, even... Even last year's Super Bowl had a commercial about VMS. They talked about visible yes. symptoms, you know. So I think that um, it, it's great that finally the world is talking about it and recognizing that this is a huge women's health issue. Yeah. Uh, so so much of our time and dedication has gone into men at midlife, and and honestly, That's right. Then buying their Ferraris and taking off. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, and you have, you have these generations of generations of men who have help with their erectile dysfunction, but we're not helping their wives. So are we really, really helping their sex life? So
1: yeah. Hello. hello. And plus, you know, you add in the perimenopause and we're really going through the whole thing a long time, probably even a couple of decades. Yes. yes. Right. It-
0: it really is. You know, it's a, it's a huge part of a woman's life. Um, yeah, for some women, it can be very, very significant change and chaos in their life. So Mm -hmm. it's definitely worth talking about.
1: Yeah. And you know what too, I was just thinking like with my mom, uh, she's in her seventies and back then with the baby boomer generation, there was no help for them. I mean, a lot of them, it was like, well, just get her hysterectomy. Just take everything out. It's not working. Right.
0: Well, just remove some body parts. Well, not only then, but back then, like they, women back then were forced to obscure pregnancy. It like pregnancy was taboo. You didn't talk about menstrual cycles. You didn't talk about a woman being pregnant. Like it was almost like something done in in secret and and hidden, you know, from right. the world. Yeah, you know, our, our entire reproductive and and female health was just not something that was ever discussed out in the yeah. open.
1: Yeah, and that's the thing too. As far as menopause, it's something. It's normal. It's it's part of evolving as a woman. So like, why not embrace it? Yeah. I mean the other thing
0: to talk about too is that years ago, like our life expectancy has changed, right? So as as we're evolving as a species, you know, we're we're learning how to take care of ourselves better, how to live longer. You know, the average life expectancy age is much like farther into the 70s and 80s now, whereas like 20, 30 years ago, you know, people sometimes were only living into their 60s. And so and and you think back to ancient times. Women often died before they even hit menopause, like you know, in the oh, cave. Yeah, ages-
1: I had not thought about that.
0: Yeah. So, you know, um, there's a lot of people out there that are naysayers that say, well, it's a natural part of life. You know, women don't need treatment for this. Well, women died before it happened ages ago. Yeah. Like when medicine was in its infancy, women didn't live to experience that. You know, often yep. they died before it even happened.
1: Yeah. So- yeah and then, yeah, thanks to you. And then also uh, Winona, which I can't wait to tell everyone about and learn more about for myself. So tell everyone a little bit more about you um sure. and then how you came across Winona and tell everyone about Winona as well,
0: sure. So, I grew up in the Philadelphia area, um, wanted to be a doctor since I was old enough to talk. And I don't oh. know why that fascination. But um, when you look back and you look at, um, you know, your mom keeps those books about what you want to be when you grow up. Um, mine was all, always doctor was the main theme. Sometimes it was doctor slash ballet dancers, doctor slash rock star. <laughs> but doctor was the pervasive theme. I always had um, a desire to want to help people and and to really serve. Um, and so, and I, I was the first person in my family to go to college. No one had gone before. And so there Mm -hmm. was really no college fund. So I actually went through the army route. And so Mm -hmm. I did, um, ROTC and went active duty in the army and then also applied to medical school and they paid for my entire medical school education. Wow.
1: Good for you. Where, Where there's
0: a will, there's a
1: way, right? Yes.
0: And for me, that was a great opportunity. I met some great friends, but I also got to travel quite a bit. So I did my OBGYN residency in um in the army at an army hospital in Hawaii. So I lived in Honolulu for 4 years, which was fantastic because when I wasn't working my butt off as an OBGYN resident, <laughs> I pretended like I was a tourist, which was great work-life balance because then I really got to let loose when I did have free time. Yeah. Um, and then I lived in Texas, moved to North Carolina, and ultimately landed back in the Philadelphia area, which is where I'm from originally. And I, you know, throughout my career, much of my OBGYN career was focused on obstetrics, which is what a lot of OBGYN physicians do. You know, we learn about reproductive endocrinology. We learn every specialty or subspecialty of OBGYN, but you can you can focus and put your efforts into really what you have a keen interest in. Mm -hmm. Um and for a lot of my life it was it was sexual wellness and health, um, just empowering women to take care of their bodies. Um, But doing general OBGYN. But then, you know, personally, as I started aging myself and dealing with changes in my menstrual cycle and dealing with stuff, um, I realized I'm like, I'm getting into perimenopause. This is is really a real deal. Um, And so I just became a voracious learner to get more education on that. Mm -hmm. Um, And then I was approached by our chief medical officer of Winona, who's actually an OBGYN colleague of mine. Uh, we both were working as OB hospitalists and he told me about Winona and starting the company and, and what their premise was. Um, and so basically ours is a telemedicine platform for women that don't have access to be able to talk to their doctor about hormone therapy, or maybe they've been to the doctor and talked to them about it and been told, well, that's not safe. I don't prescribe that. It's not for you. Yeah. Um, and they just hit roadblocks. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and so it's it's a really easy process for women to get on. Um, to they just have to get to the website, which is bioinona.com, and they fill out an adaptive um, interactive questionnaire about their medical history um, mm-hmm. and their symptoms, um, and then it partially screens them to see if they're a good candidate or not. And if that they get through that first interview part, then their chart comes to me as a physician. Depending on where you are in the country, yeah, um, you'll you'll be directed to a doctor for your state. Um, So it's all done virtually, all virtually. Yeah. So genius. Yeah. And and really we learned during COVID in medicine that, you know, telemedicine is a huge adjunct to care that can really enhance the access to care for so many patients, especially people in remote areas, or say you caught your doctor and you can't get in for three months. Like why do we have to suffer for three months? Right. I know. We have care available at our fingertips, you know, that we can use.
1: Yeah, if it's one thing that really, you know, good that came out of COVID, it was being able to do what we're doing right now virtually.
0: Absolutely. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's almost like, uh, why did it take us so long to put, you know, wheels on a suitcase?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Why have we been doing this? People get so set in their ways of the way they've always done things. Yeah. It's like, there's all those books out there about like, who moved my cheese, people like that are re- reluctant to change and changing the way they do things. So sometimes yeah. it takes something momentous to force us to change, you know? Yeah. So and let's, so let's this do this. And yeah. I was
1: even sharing with you earlier, um, as someone that has been through perimenopause, I'm in menopause and I'm 50 years old, 50 years young, excuse me. And I still have some symptoms, nothing horrible. They it kind of, It fluctuates. And you know I'll admit like I've done the supplements as far as like you go into Walgreens and you grab like the Estravin or I can't even think of all the different brands that they have now. So you have those that are available that a lot of women will get which is it's mm-hmm. great it's better than nothing right? So how do those differ from HRT from hormone replacement therapy?
0: Well, so the main difference is that when you go and purchase a supplement, like from your local drugstore or even from Amazon, these are over-the-counter supplements, so they're not pharmaceutical-grade medications is the main difference. So, you know, Estroven specifically, like that brand, and some Mm -hmm. others, they might have what they call phytoestrogen, some plant-derived hormones, but they're in such low doses that it's not a pharmaceutical grade, so it's not requiring a prescription. Okay. Um, but also a lot of these supplements will have different blends of supplements that are helpful in this time, you know, mm-hmm. um, things like magnesium and different vitamin supplements, you know, cause if we all ate every color of the rainbow and we had a very diverse, um, whole foods diet, like we'd get yeah. all the nutrition that we needed, but you know, we, we don't. And so no. sometimes adding dietary supplements in is, is a huge benefit to, yeah. to what we're eating and every day. So with, so
1: HRT, um, what does that consist of? What is, and is it like, is it a cream? Is it a pill? Is it, uh, what is that exactly? Well, so
0: HRT stands for hormone replacement therapy. And, mm-hmm. and actually now like we're, some of our different bodies of um, organizations like uh, the Menopause Society and also the American College of OBGYN, we're kind of transitioning and causing it, calling it HT a little bit. They want to change terms every few years. Because really it's not I, fully that we're replacing all the hormones that you're losing, because sometimes you yeah. don't have a full, you know, dose-for-dose dose replacement. So sometimes they want us to transition to calling it hormone therapy. So these are, I mean, when you talk about hormone therapy, these are pharmaceutical grade level hormones. So, you know, that have to be prescribed. So we're talking about primarily estrogen, progesterone. Um, testosterone is also prescribed mm-hmm. um, and there's a difference with um, what you can get from that's out there that's you know fda approved that your that your doctor can prescribe to your local drugstore. Mm-hmm. then you have the difference with um, some pharmacies that can do compounding as well so with with fda approved medication most of the stuff that's on the market um, are all synthetically derived hormones that are made by pharmaceutical companies, you know, so they're mm. they're created in the lab um, and, and made in the lab and formulated and to be consistent from one product to the next so that a pharmacy in Oregon, you know, will have the same dose and the same strength as a pharmacy in New York City. Right. It's diversely tested by those pharmaceutical companies and it's the same throughout. Right. Um, However, sometimes our bodies don't respond to some of the synthetic hormones as well. Like one of the best examples, maybe a lot of women have heard of Premarin.
1: Yes. Um, Premarin
0: is one of the oldest hormone therapy medications that's out there. But the interesting thing about Premarin, if you break down the name, the name actually tells you what it's derived from. Pregnant mare's urine. Oh, yes, that's right. I remember that. (laughs) I remember hearing about that. I was like, "It is a blend." It says on the packaging, whenever you get Premarin, whether it be an oral pill or whether it be a vaginal estrogen cream, it says conjugated estrogens. That's their fancy word of saying we're giving you a blend of horse hormones. Yes, but guess what? We're not horses. We're females. (laughs) We're human females. So there are some estrogens in those medications that are not even biologically active in our bodies, right? Yeah. So because they're meant for a horse body, not a human female body. So sometimes, you know, medications like that are not as effective in helping us to feel our best because we're Mm -hmm. taking in extra drugs that our body doesn't need. Right. And and our main (laughs) rule of thumb with hormone therapy is the minimal dose that you need, the shortest duration that you need to help you. Like you never want to take a medication unnecessarily because all medications come with risk. Um,
1: Exactly. And you could be like trying to fix something and then you end up making it worse. Exactly. Yeah. Or or getting other symptoms that have nothing to do with the
0: original symptoms you were trying to fix. Right. Right. Yeah. Now the the main difference between Winona and, and what's available out there that your doctors can prescribe, like that the FDA approved medications is that our hormones are bioidentical meaning, and, th- and that's a, a buzzword out there. You know, you'll hear yeah. different companies that provide hormone therapy, talk about bioidentical hormone and naturally derived basically by saying bioidentical is that these specific types of hormones mm-hmm. are the same as what your body was producing before those mm-hmm. hormones declined. So it's not a horse hormone. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say no, no horses or cows or sheep. Right. Jeez, like... right. <laughs> yeah. The other thing we should probably talk about too is that a lot of times when you go to your OBGYN and you're talking about perimenopause symptoms or even menopausal symptoms, if they're not really familiar with hormone therapy and what options are available out there, a lot of times they'll throw you a low dose birth control pill. Yeah. Because they have the most experience using those. Yeah. So they'll throw a birth control pill at you, but when you're 48, 49, maybe your tubes have been tied or your partner has had a vasectomy or you're you're not with a male partner. You don't need birth control. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes taking those synthetic hormones is not the best thing for you. It might give yes. you a little bit of help with some of the symptoms like hot flashes and night sweats, but it's not the, uh, the most ideal treatment.
1: Right. Um, Especially long-term,
0: right? Long-term, and, right. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And I've actually been prescribed that before. I was like, really? Do so I need many this? women have. Yeah.
0: I mean, I, I probably, I have to confess probably early in my OBGYN career, yeah. I was probably, you know, culprit of that too, because we, we spend much of our life taking care of, you know, patients in the GYN realm prescribing birth control all the yeah. time. So we get comfortable with it and we have ex- a lot of experience with it. And that's what we know the most, unless you get that extra training in menopausal care. Um, but when you compare hormone therapy and especially bioidentical hormone therapy compared to birth control, the hormone therapy is so much safer. The doses yes. are so much lower. It's much more like our body's own naturally derived and made hormones compared to what's in a birth control pill. Right. Like, so many of these doctors prescribe the birth control thinking it's safe and innocuous, but it's actually more dangerous. Right. A 49 year old and- birth control compared to giving a hormone therapy.
1: Yeah, and then with the the HT, yeah, right. Um, it's made specifically for you, right? According to test results, right?
0: Well, you don't necessarily yeah. need test results. So, oh, good. Okay. Yeah. Nice. So, the one thing about hormone therapy is, um, I mean, you you can get baseline labs if you really want to, okay. but as a trained ob who does menopause care. Just by having a thorough conversation with you and getting a detailed history and a symptom profile, I can tell what hormones are off just by your symptoms. Yeah, exactly. So the one bad thing about labs is that garbage in is garbage out, right? So depending on what lab you have, what reagent they're using, what time of day you get your labs done, if you have eaten before your labs, or if you're, you've not had anything to eat, you're fasting, the labs can vary so much from day to day. And the way that our ovaries produce hormone, it's in a pulsatile fashion, right? So one day we might feel great. We don't have a lot of hot flashes or night sweats. And that might be a day that the ovaries are like, okay, I'm good. I'm going to give you some estrogen and it, it's yeah. still producing good. But the very next day, your cortisol levels and stress could be through the roof. And all of a sudden you're having more symptoms and your, your ovaries are like, no, nope, I'm done. I'm on strike today. Yeah. So from one day to the next, one week to the next, things can fluctuate so much.
1: I'm so glad that you said that because I ended up, when I, when I started going through perimenopause, I did see a specialist and it was like, I was doing so many tests and yeah. it was just back and forth and back and forth. It was more confusing and more complicated. And I actually got worse. Yeah.
0: And you're chasing so, your yeah. tail because- Yeah. When you're doing Mm -hmm. that, you're treating numbers on a paper or or on a computer screen, not treating the person, the patient in front of you.
1: Yeah, exactly. You're just, yeah, yeah, you're just a sheet of paper with some numbers like, okay, let's give her this, this, and this.
0: And compared to other things in medicine, say like anemia, where we can look at iron levels and we can base, you know, what our repletion should be based on that. Or even if something comparable like thyroid disease, we can check thyroid hormone levels and know what dose to put you on to bring that thyroid hormone back to where it needs to be. The female hormones and male hormones are different. Our sexual hormones, mm-hmm. are they behave very differently and they're just so erratic in their release that it's not real helpful to get the labs. Yes. Yeah. It's not necessary. So,
1: so uh, silly question, but sure. sometimes there might be people out there that don't know. What are the
0: symptoms of menopause and how,
1: how do you know you're actually in menopause? Well, so
0: if you look at a comprehensive list of symptoms, it mm-hmm. actually can range up to about a hundred symptoms, even more. But your most common things that most women will start out noticing insomnia and sleep disturbances first. Mm-hmm. Often that's the case. And sometimes they might start to have night sweats, but sometimes if you're in that semi-coherent half asleep, half awake phase, like you don't really know that you're having a night sweat. You just wake up and you're awake and you're like, Why am I up in the middle of the night? <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: yeah. Um, and often you get up in the middle of the night and you're getting up to pee. Yeah, you don't really know, like, did you get up because you had to pee or did you get up because you had a night sweat? Um, Then the hot flashes may start. Another common Mm -hmm. symptom is changes in our brain and our cognition. So we get this Mm -hmm. brain fog. Yeah, Um, A lot of women that may have been very stable emotionally and with their moods may notice a lot of mood swings. They might notice tolerance and resilience goes down sometimes. Mm -hmm. Anxiety can go up. Um, women can experience depression symptoms where maybe they never dealt with those before. Yeah. Um, and then the other things that come along with it, too, joint pains. Sometimes skin changes. So you can feel like your skin is crawling. Women can get ink ringing in the ears even as a symptom hmm. of menopause. Estrogen is so beneficial to so many tissues in our body and and really wow. affects everything you know, uh and with a benefit that when the estrogen starts to deplete, we get all these symptoms throughout the entire body. But the most common things that people s- that really experience are the hot flashes, um, uh, which I like to call personal summers because it's mm-hmm. like everyone around you feels great and feels fine. And suddenly you're like roasting and you're like trying you know, to get near <laughs> <or laughs> stick your head in the refrigerator, you know? <laughs> yeah. And it's that, it's that common thing where, you know, couples in bed at night, like the, the partner is freezing under the covers. Meanwhile, the woman's like throwing the covers off, throwing the covers yeah. off on, waking up in a sweat, back and forth. Um, but the brain fog, insomnia, hot flashes, and night sweats are the absolute most common things that we see.
1: What about joint pain?
0: Joint is pain one is of a them? big one too.
1: Yeah. See, I get that a lot. Yeah.
0: Unfortunately. So, really? And so estrogen helps to kind of to supplement those tissues in the joints and, and you know, keep everything well lubricated, keeps all of our tissues supple and more elastic, including our skin, but mm-hmm. also the joint spaces and the cartilage and ligaments and things like that, too. So a lot of women will think like, oh, I'm I'm getting arthritis, like I'm too young yeah. for this, like this right. should be happening until I'm in my 60s, 70s.
1: Well, and it's good to know that, hey, maybe this is menopause. It's not something else. Because I'm sure a lot of women, myself included, like you end up running to doctors going, oh, my God, I need an antidepressant. There's something wrong with me. I have joint pain. I have arthritis. It's like, it's actually menopause. Right? Right. right. Yeah.
0: And then they you know, end up trying, yeah. four new medications. To exactly. Isolated symptoms. Whereas if they were just started a hormone therapy, you know, yeah. one set of medication could kind of help all of those symptoms at once.
1: So besides so, symptoms, how, do, how does a woman know if they're in perimenopause or menopause?
0: So really if we're looking at their period as well. So, okay. Okay. You know, the other thing you, you don't really know that you've completed menopause mm-hmm. officially until you've gone a full 12 months without a cycle. Um, okay. And typically that's after the age of 50. So the average age of menopause, like in the U S is 51, 52. Okay. Um, but if you're in your mid forties, you could still go through menopause. Some, yeah. some experts would say like, if you're before the age of 50, that you should go a full two years without a cycle to mm-hmm. know that you're completely done. Um, but once you've stopped having periods, that's your sign that the factory is shutting down.
1: Yeah. It, yeah. That
0: menopause is, is taking hold.
1: My wow. factory was shutting down in my late 40s.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. And, so it, for, and again, like even for me, it's like it fluctuates. I'll be fine, and then all of a sudden, I'm like, "Oh, here come the hot flashes again." Here come like, what's happening? And I shared with right. you it's like I've I've been interested in HRT just because because of that. where I feel like I'm I'm taking the supplements, but sometimes they're not enough for me. I feel like I need. Right. I feel like my body's needing more.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It's like it's craving more. Yeah.
0: yeah. And so, change from woman to woman. So, I mean, right, right. one of us has a unique experience. You know, like mm-hmm. I remember talking to my own mom as I you know, I started having symptoms and she was like, no, I don't think I had any of that. And I was <laughs> like, really? You know, like <laughs> yeah. as an and I'm like, I have some validation here, mom, you know? Yeah. But she has other medical problems. And I think that a lot of yeah. the symptoms that she may have experienced were probably masked by medications yep. that she's on. And mm-hmm. some women just do not experience the same symptoms. And every one right. of us is different.
1: Exactly. So. I mean think about it too, even like those of us that go through pregnancy, we all pregnancy is different for everyone. Absolutely. As well. Yeah. Yeah. So how does it work? So if you go to Winona.com, and then what's what's the next step? How does so it you'll
0: you'll first put in your you know demographic information and the state that you live in. Mm-hmm. Right now we're in twenty four states and we're still expanding and adding more mm-hmm. states. Nice. Um. So you'll put in your state, and if if we are in your state and we have a physician available in your state, it'll say, "Yep, congratulations, why not is available for you." Then you'll get to an adaptive um, medical history questionnaire. So we will want to know about any medications you're taking, um, any medical problems that you've had in the past. And this is where you just want to lay it all out on the table because- Yeah, don't the be shy. Care. Yeah. The, the <laughs> only way to really know that you're getting the best, most comprehensive care is to be fully transparent and honest with any provider, um, healthcare provider that, that's seeing you. That's not just with Wanona, but anytime you go to the doctor, right? So you're telling them- Not only your medications, but any vitamins, herbal supplements, anything over the counter that you're taking regularly, because all these things can interact. Mm -hmm. Um, And then we ask different, you know, there's a symptom questionnaire. So it'll ask you common symptoms of perimenopause and menopause, and you get to select which ones you're experiencing. And there's Mm -hmm. also areas where you can free text in other things that you're concerned about. Mm -hmm. Um, And then once you complete that questionnaire, your information is sent to one of our Winona physicians to review everything. Um, typically we ask you for a selfie and we ask you for a copy of a government issued ID that has your picture and date of birth. Cause we need to confirm your identity before we yeah. prescribe any medications. Yeah. Um, and then we review that thorough medical history and then we'll communicate with you back and forth. Like I might have questions about a patient's, um, sometimes they'll list medications, but they don't list the medical problem for which they're taking it. So medications can sometimes be used for different reasons. So I might ask right. questions back and forth just to clarify, you know, mm-hmm. what are you taking this medication for? Right. We open that dialogue back and forth. And then once we're ready, we prescribe you hormone therapy if you're a good candidate. And we have several different options. So, you know, there's traditional oral medication. Mm -hmm. Some women prefer taking pills instead of doing another form. Um, Mm -hmm. The downside to the oral is that it has to go through your GI tract, get broken down by your stomach before it gets to your bloodstream to get to the intended tissues that it's, you know, meant Mm -hmm. to treat. There's also transdermal forms of medication, so we have uh, a body cream which is very popular amongst our patients. Um, That's compounded specifically for you with the doses that your doctor orders, and that with estrogen and progesterone. Um, And literally, you just put a couple, um, you put a couple squirts of the cream on your skin, rub Mm -hmm. it into your skin, and you go about your day. Um, Oh,
1: that's so easy and awesome!
0: And we also have patch form as well. Um, I saw that on your website. I was like, well, that's cool. Yeah. So some women like that option because if they have issues with different symptoms throughout the day, when you put a patch on, it's a constant steady state, like releasing of the medication over your skin, oh, through your wow. skin, um, compared to like taking a pill where it's like, you know, delivered yep. throughout the day after you've swallowed the pill. So. so
1: are the the creams, are they a different blend or is
0: it the same? for the the HRT body
1: cream. Yeah.
0: It's different concentrations um combinations of estrogen and progesterone based on what your okay. doctor orders for you.
1: Okay, got it. Got it. So yeah. it can be a little bit more specific for what
0: yes. your needs are.
1: Okay, got exactly. it. Yeah. Okay, so I'm I'm asking these questions for myself. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Yeah. To figure out what I need. Yeah.
0: And then, uh, yeah, your website is great, actually.
1: Very, very thorough. It's
0: beautiful, too. Yeah. The way they designed it, it's very user-friendly. You'll find, like, bios for all of our doctors. And then, of course, anytime, you know, I've had patients write to me after they've gone through the initial onboarding and they say, are you real? Are you a bot? You know, (laughs) (laughs) because often, like, if if I'm on a, I still work in a hospital um, part-time, too. So, like, if I'm on call... I might re- respond to a patient when I have downtime at two o'clock in the morning while I'm waiting for a baby to deliver. And the oh, patient's wow. right back and they're like, it's two o'clock in the morning. How can you to me right now? Are, are you, you sleeping, robot? <laughs> and I, I assure them, I'm like, I am a board certified OBGYN. You can Google me. You can look up my degrees. Like it's complete transparency. So we have biographies of all of our docs that are available um, and, and everything is available for you right on the site. They have a list of all our products, you know, what the cost of it is um, and all the ingredients are all listed on the website as well. So how, how long are you supposed to take it for?
1: And how would you know when to like, I mean, is it forever
0: or? Well, no, it's not forever. So really it's for when your symptoms are the most bothersome to your life. Uh The average woman is on hormone therapy, you know, from three to five years. Some women are on it longer. Um, you know, generally, you know, after being on it for a few years, if a woman's feeling great and tells me that she wants to try going off it to see how she feels, we okay. do a trial off the medication, see okay. if we have a rebound of symptoms or not. Mm-hmm. Um, and if she does well, then we could say, okay, we're good. We can move on to like the maintenance phase and you know, maybe yeah. supplements again, it's not just because you start hormone therapy doesn't mean you're going to be on it for the rest of your life.
1: Right. You know? Well, that's good. Yeah.
0: yeah. And and it's, uh, like you said,
1: estrogen is so important to have anyways in your system. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, okay. So com and you're also yeah. on Instagram. I do see you guys on there a lot. yeah
0: And it's, um, it it's by com is like the,
1: okay. It's the by w i n o n a
0: B-Y-W-I-N-O-N-A.com. So Got it. But I, yeah, we're on Instagram, we're on TikTok, um, we're on all those, and because really, we found that that's that's how patients are finding out information. Yeah, that's how
1: I found you guys. I was telling you, like, before someone reached out to me, I don't know if it was your agent that to get you on the show, and I was like, I've heard of Winona. Like,
0: I keep seeing them on Facebook and Instagram every, which is great. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and you know how your your phone will spy on you sometimes, like you hear. <laughs> You have conversations. Like and Wendy's been talking about hot flashes, Like, Well, I'm I'm talking about Wynonna all the time and I'm constantly on our website, you know, as the physician prescribing. So then when I'm on my own social media, I see ads of myself come up. I and know, isn't that crazy? I know, yeah. I see my own stuff. I'm like, that's so weird. There she is again. Like, yeah.
1: <laughs> uh, thank you so much, Dr. Brown. You've been awesome.
0: Oh, well, thank you so much for having me. I'm just hoping that we we educated some people. Yeah. Um, and that women know they have a resource, you know, so if, if you hit a roadblock and you try to get help and these symptoms are distressing and they're affecting your day-to-day life and and yep. your well being, then you have a resource out there. You know, you can just reach out and, and get help when you need to.
1: Yeah. I'm definitely going to do it. Cool. Bywinda.com, by, bywinda.com. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you, Dr. Brown. Thank you so much for having me. Have a great day. It's you
1: and now for the nuggets of midlife wisdom from today's show number one when you purchase a supplement from your local drugstore or even from Amazon these are over-the-counter supplements although they can be helpful for menopause they're not pharmaceutical grade medications number two primarin one of the oldest hormone therapy medications out there is made with conjugated estrogen, which is a blend of horse hormones. Ladies, we say nay to that. Nay. (laughs) We're not horses. We're human females. Medications like that are not as effective in helping us to feel our best because we're taking in extra drugs that our body doesn't need. Number three, Winona's main rule of thumb with hormone therapy is the minimal dose that you need for the shortest duration to help you. Number four: the main difference between Winona and what's available out there that your doctors can prescribe is that winona's hormones are bio-identical, meaning that these specific types of hormones are the same as what your body was producing before those hormones declined. Number five: the most common symptoms of menopause are insomnia, night sweats, hot flashes, brain fog, mood swings anxiety, depression, joint pain, skin changes, and ringing in the ears. I think I've had all of the above, you guys. (laughs) Number six, how do you know that you are in menopause? When you haven't had a period in over 12 months, that's when you know the factory is shutting down, girls. Number seven, the average woman is on hormone therapy for three to five years. Your Winona doctor will work with you to see when you are ready for maintenance therapy. Dr. Kat, thank you for teaching us so much about menopause, hormone therapy, and how to feel better at midlife. Check out Winona at buywinona.com. That's B-Y-W-I-N-O-N-A.com. And if you want that 20% discount, use my special link at Tiny url.com slash Wendy, and use the discount code listed in the show notes. Have a great week, and I will chat with you on Thursday when we have another awesome guest, Matt Zeman, who will teach us about a treatment for anxiety, depression, addiction, and PTSD very cool conversation and more solutions for you alright thanks so much chat soon did this podcast inspire you challenge you trigger you to make a change or spit out your coffee laughing good then there are three ways you can thank me number one you can leave a written review of this podcast on Apple iTunes number two you can take a screenshot of the episode and share it on the social media and tag me Wendy Valentine number three Share it with another midlifer that needs a makeover. You know who I'm talking about. Thank you so much for listening to the show. Get out there and be bold, be free, be you.